Okay, how many of you guys can say that you honestly know how to patiently wait on the Lord when you are feeling only frustrated and angry and upset and throwing tantrums all over the place? How many of you guys can actually say that that never happens to you and you always know how to patiently wait on the Lord? Raise your hand. Okay, my hand is not raised, just in case you want to know, because I have to continuously try to wait patiently on the Lord. And today, that is exactly what we're going to talk about on the episode. Hey mama, welcome to Holy Made Life, where I believe that you are not created to do just one thing in your life well. You are not just your job, your title, or your salary. You're not just a mom or a wife or a sister. You are fearfully and wonderfully made to lead in all areas of your whole life. Your life is like a pie that's made up of different pieces that create a complete circle. And girl, you deserve to enjoy the whole pie. Hi, I'm Angie Tanetti Rogers, and mama, I know you are really good at what you do in your profession or business. But if you're ready to stop ignoring different pieces of your pie and reclaim your whole life, then you are in the right place. Girl, let's tap into the whole life God has for you and experience that God-sized fulfilled life. Together, we're going to walk through some boundaries, leadership, mindset, and restoration in different areas of your life that may need to change. It's going to be some tough work up in here, girl, but we're going to walk this thing out together, uncovering some bold, courageous actions that we can take to experience not just a good life, but your whole life. Are you ready to live your whole life wholly made? Let's do it. episode of Holy Made Life. Ladies, I am so glad to be back. I don't know about you, but hopefully you've been patiently waiting a lot better than I have in this season. I have missed several weeks, even about a month probably, maybe a little over a month actually, of recording. And that is because I have been trying to rearrange my life with um, this new real estate agent business that I am building right now. Um, And I've been doing that since about October 14th, actually. So we're going on two months. And um, at the same time, some of the coaching that I'm doing, as well as um, the work in the real estate investing. And then finally, I am managing vacation rentals here in downtown Louisville. And so I have been kind of doing like a huge startup all at once with all of these different things. So it has been absolutely insane. And it's holiday time. So there you go. Um, On November 20th of 2020, it was my year anniversary of resigning my chief nursing officer position. And so today's episode is all about waiting patiently. And how do you wait patiently when you are super frustrated, super tired, flat out angry, and just don't really know where to go and what to do. So that is what today's episode is going to be about, ladies, is how can we persevere and wait 
patiently on God when we are tired and frustrated. So let's get into the episode. Okay. So like I said, November 20th, 2020 was my year anniversary of resigning my chief nursing officer position. And most of you guys, if you've listened to some of the beginning episodes, you know that this journey that I've been on for the past year um, started with a God word. God directed me to resign from my chief nursing officer position, um, essentially give him that position, that title, that salary, that work life that I had, that career, um, give it all up to him as a sacrificial offering. And uh, he would show me what's next. And he had something more, something better, something bigger for me. Uh, Now, you know, at the beginning of that transition, it was a lot of time where I just took to decompress and kind of, I guess, just chill out from being you know, having worked for the past two decades where I'm on call 24 seven, I am running for no less than 80 hours a week. Um, and on the phone, if I'm not on site at work. So it just took like several months to decompress from that and not feel like anxious when I walk out of the room and I forget the phone and realize, oh my gosh, maybe I missed an important phone call, that kind of thing. So it took me several months to uh, decompress from that. Um, And as I kind of listened and asked him to kind of tell me, okay, what do you want me to do next? You know, starting this podcast a a year, actually the first episode dropped on December 31st of 2020. So almost a year ago. And that was all a God idea. He said, do a podcast. And so I said, okay, if I'm going to do a podcast, you're going to have to tell me what to talk about on every episode. And quite frankly, some of the hiatus that I've been on is because I I didn't feel at peace with what it was he asked he um, of of I didn't feel at peace with getting on here and dropping an episode about something that I didn't feel came directly from him um, because I really resolved when I resigned that position I really resolved to really try to step as he has directed me. You know, um, this plaque that I got as a gift from one of these, the ladies at work when I was leaving, um, it was the song, I think it's Hillsong, um, Oceans, you know, Spirit Lead Me, um, where my trust is without borders, that song. Um, so I really try to be very intentional to when I took steps, I wanted it to be him directing me and not my own needs, wants, desires, uh, my own need to control things. So I tried, I approached the podcast in that very way. I prayed about what do you want me to talk about? And then, you know, an idea would pop in and I would feel at peace that, yeah, that was from him. And then some of the weeks that I didn't drop anything, it was because I just didn't feel at peace with what it was I was thinking about. I just didn't feel at peace that it was from him. And I really didn't want this podcast to be about something I specifically my own like flesh wanted to talk to people about or talk to the computer about, talk to the microphone about, but I really wanted it to be led by spirit, you know, led by the Holy Spirit because I, this wasn't my idea to do a podcast. And so I wanted to be true to if it's spirit led, then let it be spirit led. So that's kind of where we are. So 
fast forward to about the last month or so, maybe month, yeah, month or so, um, you know, when I resigned that position back in November, I, when I hit that year, 11, 20, 2021, um, I, it was almost like, uh, you know, the stages of grief where you, you have the loss of something. So you're angry, you're in, you're in denial, you're in bargaining. Um, you know, anger is actually, um, it's, it's cyclic, right? You, it doesn't have to be fluid. It's not like step one, two, three, when someone's grieving something or grieving the loss of something, it's fluid. It goes from maybe bargaining to denial, to anger, back to bargaining, back to, you know, those kinds of things. So I kind of slipped into this, almost like I said, part of a grieving process where I started to feel like, um, not angry as in like, angry stomping around like like aggressively angry but just like frustrated that like man I was making a really good salary and I had everything set and I gave it all up and I'm still God sitting here a year later and I don't feel like I'm in the place that I personally would have wanted to be in financially for sure. Um, I mean, it has been so humbling. It has been such a season of sacrifice. Um, at the same time, though, it's been kind of this this double-edged thing because it's been such a blessing, too, because I'm telling you guys, math, I don't know if you know that 2 plus 2 equals 4. Well, not in this past year, it hasn't. We have been so blessed with, I seriously, when I look at our budget, And I look at how many bills that we had to pay. And I look at the amount of money that came into our bank account um, since I resigned. The math does not work out. It just doesn't make sense. Yet, here we are a year later. And while I'm not making a huge salary, um, the bills that we had that matched the salary that I was making before, they're all being paid on time. We haven't missed a thing. And that's nothing but miraculous. I mean, that is nothing but God's hand right on that. Because I'm telling you guys, two plus two does not equal four in this situation. Math does not add up. So um, while frustrated that I'm not where I personally thought I would be at this point, a year later from resigning, um, at the same time, I look at like, I look around and I'm like, man, what a blessing. Like what a testimony that it's just like, you can't even explain it. The math just doesn't add up. We should not have been able to make all the payments we've made and um, pay all the bills that we've paid. Um, The math doesn't add up, but it's, it's real. We've done it. And so that's all God. And that's who God, you know, not, not just God, but uh, always God, but um, God uses people around us. So We've been blessed by people that have been in our lives and we've received gifts and just, it's just been such a blessing yet for this past month and a half. And this is what I want to talk about is waiting patiently on the Lord because for this past month, not month and a half month, I have, I actually (laughs) recently just had to get on my knees and pray to God and repent really just apologize because I've been acting like such a brat, like moping around, you know, like being sad about the fact like, okay, my bank account still doesn't have 
you know, not even one zero in it. You know what I mean? <laughs> you know what I mean? And, um, man, I've just been moping and almost feel getting into this, like this, de- the sad, I don't use depression lightly. I mean, that's a clinical word, but, um, you feeling down and like frustrated and like, man, even to the point where I started to question, God, did you really tell me to do what I think you did a year ago? And what I know is what I know. I know what I heard. And I know throughout months and months of prayer, um, I know all of that was confirmed. And I know that that was the right thing to do. I know that that's what I was being directed to do. But a year later, when things aren't where I personally think that they should be, I have to remind myself that I've got to patiently wait on the Lord. I've got to trust him and I've got to know that what he said is what he said. And I know that what he says is true. And so when I hear things or things start creeping up in my mind, like, did I, you know, why did I do that? I can't believe I did that. Like we would have been in such a better situation by now financially if I had just stayed where I was, um, you know, or did I really hear what he says or why hasn't this part of the business taken off or this part of the business taken off? You know, all these questions. And what I know is that those are lies. If they're not aligned with his word, he says he has plans to prosper us, not harm us. Um, and he says he works all things out for our good. So I know what the truth says and I know that it's a lie. And that's the first thing you got to identify that that's a lie. But I wanted to talk today about how we can, you know, I wanted to be candid about where I've been this past, past month or so in my own emotions and my own head and my own thought life. You know, I've had to like work extremely hard to, really focus my intentional thoughts on being aligned with what I know the truth is. So uh, how do we patiently wait on God when we are in a place where we are just super frustrated or we're grieving the loss of something or we're angry even about things? And number one is trust. You have to be able to trust. We have to trust him. We have to say, I trust you. I trust you. It's in your hands. I give it to you. Take it. Um, we have to be able to say that we trust it. And we, the more we say it, the more we do it, the more we remind ourselves of, um, you know, what the truth is God has said, it starts to become, um, easier to do. And, Anytime those thoughts creep up, you have to head them off and you have to um, align your mind with the truth. And you have to identify that when those whispers are happening in your head where you're like, God's forgotten about it. God doesn't care. Or, um, you know, maybe you didn't hear God uh, talk right. You know, it reminds me of when um, the serpent talked to Eden in the Garden of um, Eden or the... the um, the garden and um eve said you know is that what or he said is that what really is that really what god said to you or you know and then she was like she was he was helping her twist the words you know he was using god's words but twisting them up in a different context than what they were intended and that's what satan does he he uses tiny pieces of truth and 
twists it up. So you have to be identified. You have to be able to identify that that's a lie. Um, so you want to fight back with the truth. You want to use scripture. You want to use prayer and you want to use those reminders. Um, you know, we say that we hope and wait in the Lord. He will hear me. That is scripture. He will hear me. He, we will wait on God and my God will hear me. Uh, and so the second thing that we have to do is we have to be faithful. We have to understand that even if we're angry, even if we're hurt, even if we're frustrated, even if we feel like God's gone quiet. I mean, this past month, I'm like, God, can you, can you speak up? Like I'm listening, I'm waiting. And, um, you know, tell me what you want me to do. Am I doing what you're, I'm supposed to be doing? And so when you start to have to do all of these actions where you feel like God's gone a little quiet on you and you're like, well, I guess I'll just continue doing these actions. I'll continue with the work of my hands because he blesses the works of our hands. I'll continue doing what I know how to do while he's quiet and just make sure that my ears are focused so that I can hear when it is time for him to reveal the next, to reveal something else or something different. And like I said, it's easy to become angry when you are patiently trying to wait on God, because especially when you feel like you've been waiting forever. Um, I think sometimes when that happens too, when we start to feel angry, we aren't always intentional about listening at that point. It, you know, it's like we're throwing our own little tantrums. We're having our own little pity party. And when we're having our own little pity party or walking around moping, all sad, all moody, uh, we're not, we can't hear him. We can't, even if he was trying to speak to us, we'd be too busy throwing our little pity party on the side that we wouldn't hear it. We wouldn't notice it. We wouldn't see it. So you've got to um, be very, very careful not to get angry and not to get bitter as you're waiting. And, um, this is the time where you run back to him. You run back to him because we are faithfully and patiently waiting on God. And it doesn't matter whether we feel at peace with what we think we're hearing or not hearing as far as, you know, if he's gone quiet, like if he's quiet, then that means that you got to just continue to do what you're doing and continue to pray and continue to ask and, and, um, continue to ask him to reveal it to you. And if he doesn't reveal it today, then he, he'll reveal it tomorrow. If he doesn't reveal it tomorrow, then he'll reveal it the next day. It's a, it's a belief that you know he's right there with you. And if he needed to say something to you, he would. Um, and again, you guys, if this is your first time listening, when I talk about God talking to me, it's not like an audible voice that he's sitting right here in front of me and we're having a, like a conversation like you and I would have. It's a, it's a, just a knowing. It's a feeling in my gut, in my spirit, and a peace that comes over me. This is how I hear. A peace that comes over me when I feel like I've heard him speak to me. It could be through people. It could be through a song. It could be through a prayer. It could be through a plaque that somebody hands you at a store that has a scripture on it. I mean, you. it could be the clock that says 1111, <laughs> you know, double portions, hello. But it it is just that feeling that you get 
when something comes to you and it means something to you, you feel it in your spirit and you feel a peace, or I do, I feel a peace with what it is I've heard. So when you feel like he's quiet, it's just more time for you to talk to him. He's listening. So think about it like that. When you feel like God is being quiet, he is listening to you. Therefore, you need to talk to him. You need to talk and have a conversation. When he's quiet and you're not hearing him, talk to him. Ask him. Tell him you need him. Tell him you love him. Tell him you thank him. Make sure you're being a good steward with what he's put in front of you right now. It's it's an opportunity to enter his presence like never before. If he's quiet, maybe it's just because you need to talk to him more and tell him more about what it is you need. Maybe you need to reveal the ugly bitterness that you're feeling or the anger that you're feeling. Maybe you need to have a cry session with him. Maybe you need to repent for being such a brat. Like I literally just said, you know what, God, I, I'm sorry. I've been a complete brat this past week. Uh, I've been moping around. I've been like frustrated. I've been looking at everything that's happening negatively. Um, and I've been letting it you know, frustrate me, which then starts to affect our behaviors. So it's a big cycle. You've got to um, press in when you feel like he's quiet. He draws us to him when he's quiet, if we allow him to. The uh, next thing is to make sure you never stop serving other people. So you want to serve. He wants us to love and serve other people. He wants us to wait on other people. Um, Think about this, during this time of waiting where you are not seeing the results that you want or like in my season where I'm not getting the results I want fast enough, it just means that I need to serve better. I need to provide more value to people. I need to do more to care for other people. The more you give to others, it will be returned to you. So Take some of this time to say, okay, how can I serve better then? I'm not getting the results I want. All right, what can I do to serve people better? I mean, in my real estate career, that is um, something that I look at. It's like, okay, I'm not getting this or that. Then how can I serve that person better? Or how can I do this, this part of the job um, in a way that serves the person in front of me better? Like, it, I'm just going to take it upon myself to try to serve better. Um, the other thing is that remembering that God gives us small things to do. And if we're stewarding the small things, well, it will prove to him that we're ready to steward bigger things. So sometimes it's just having, being faithful with the little things so that he will be, so that he knows that we'll be faithful with the larger ones. Um, if, if we're not careful and intentional to take care of the little stuff, then it doesn't make room for him to do the bigger things and, and move us to the next step. Um, okay, here's a, I think this is a fourth thing here. Um, be expectant and trust. Be expectant that, like, I'm waiting right now, but I know what I know what I know. I know that, I, that over a year ago when he started kind of, nudging me and moving me towards giving up the, the, um, CNO position. Um, he said 
that he has bigger and better things. He said that he will guide me. He said that he will provide for me. Um, so he said those things. So I'm expecting him to do that. So while I deal with my flesh where I get to the end of the money or the end of the month or the end of the result that didn't happen how I wanted it to, I still know that he said he was going to take care of it. He said he was going to lead me. Um, and so I can do two things. One, I can expect it and believe it and talk to him about it. And two, I can make sure that I am being obedient with the little things that he's giving me as we are walking, as we are on this journey. So I'm going to expect and trust that his ways are better. And I'm going to trust his timing. Like, I'm not where I want to be, but maybe it's because it's not time for me to be there yet. And maybe where I want to be is not at all where God's taking me. I have no idea. It's his, you know, God, I, I have said this um, before. I, God's my CEO and I'm his COO, right? I'm his operations officer and he's my executive officer. So he's the chief. He's the one directing. He's the one in charge. I'm just, I'm just doing the work to make sure that um, the operations go. Okay. So that's kind of where I am with that. And I just have to remember that he's, he's leading. So if it's not time for me to be where I think I need to be, then it's not time. And I have to trust that he, his timing is better and he know his ways are better than my ways. Okay. And then I think I talked a little bit about this already, which being grateful, being thankful, just taking the time every single day. Like I said, he's provided. So there's no way I can't thank him every single day. Like, thank you that we haven't missed a mortgage payment. Thank you that we've been able to pay tuition bills. Thank you that we have food in our refrigerator. Um, thank you that I've not, you know, I'm able to put gas in my car. Thank you that the insurance has been paid. It, I mean, it, there's, there's so much. Thank you for protecting, you know, us during travel. Thank you for protecting my child. Thank you for bringing my child you know, pulling on his heart and having him come back to you. Um, thank you for reminding me who I am in the word and not in the world. Thank you for taking care of my children in this crazy culture that they are bombarded with every day. So, um, you know, thank you for, for helping me become a better wife and showing me how I can improve in being a better wife. All those things that we need to thank him for. We've got to continue to be grateful for what we do have. While I'm not exactly where I personally would love to be, um, it doesn't mean that it. I am not grateful for where I am. And losing hope is not an option, okay? It's, he is hope. There is no place to lose hope. So always knowing that there's always hope because he said what he said. And I believe in his word. I was just thinking about something else. And um, I was thinking about a prayer and I just lost it. So um, I, I think I think I have kind of covered most of the points that I wanted to cover. And I felt like I needed to cover. And again, you know. <laughs> this whole episode is really about talking to myself and how to better wait on God. You know, um, we got to trust. We, we want to, we got to be patient. We got to believe and expect that the truth is exactly 
has us exactly where we need to be. Um, you, you know, we got to be grateful. We got to serve others. And we have to be realistic about our places of weakness. That's that, that was the last thing is just praying for strength when it is that, when it, when we're in a place where we feel like we can't do it and we don't know how to do it. It's just having that place where we show him, God, I don't know what to do. I am doing what I know how to do. I think I'm doing what I'm supposed to be doing, but I don't know if this is right. I don't, you know, because if the results don't come right away and there's not evidence right away, sometimes we get a little skittish. Sometimes we get a little, you know, uh, we start to question if what we're doing is the right thing. And that's a point of weakness for me, for sure. I mean, if I don't get results right away, I start to question, am I doing the right thing? Am I, should I switch to something else? Uh, because I'm used to getting results right away, especially in my old job. So when you're in that place where you're feeling like just like you need strength and you need wisdom and you need that discernment and you got to just know that that's where he finds us. He finds us in our weakness and he fills in those gaps. So there we go. Now we can all patiently wait on the Lord <laughs> a little bit better. Um, it's all a process, guys. It's a process. It's a journey. Um, you know, I wouldn't have it any other way because any way with God is better than a way without. So um, I want to thank you guys for tuning in. And like always, if you want to connect with me, you can go to my website at angietoninirogers.com. There's plenty of spaces on that um, site where you can connect with me and I will be happy to uh, have a conversation. Um, I do also continue to provide coaching um, and certainly if you guys have any real estate needs, especially my local friends, um, in where people are wanting to buy, sell, or, or um, invest in real estate, feel free to refer me. Anyone in Kentucky um, that needs help in Kentucky, I am available for that as well. But um, I love to hear from you guys. If you have not uh, left a review lately, feel free to leave another review that helps get the podcast shared with other women. And again, I also have the Facebook community. Jump in there and um, we can talk further over there too. All right, ladies, uh, here's to patiently waiting on the Lord. Have a wonderful day. I'll see you on the next Hey, before you go, I'd love for you to hop over to my podcast and give me a review. And you know, I'd love five stars. That's how we can share this thing with other women just like us. Your five stars and written review really helps me get the word out. You can also take a screenshot of this episode and tag me in your Insta and Facebook stories. And I'll give you a shout out right back. Leaving a review and sharing this episode is the best way you can show me some love. Thanks so much. And I'll see you in the next episode. And remember, your smile is like a boomerang. Throw one at somebody and it'll come right back.